tengo Give me a second, let me air it out Click, clack, bang, I'ma clear it out Givenchy, I'ma wear it out Phone can't ping, don't compare my route And uh, call me the GOAT Price going up, better have my quote I should be celebrated, let me grab my float And I stay getting brain from a misty throat Now, Barbarini fettuccine on my plate for dinner Niggas can't see me, I'm Houdini And it's just a glimmer of what I have in store Furthermore, ain't no beginner Who's the dopest of them all? Let me ask my mirror, mirror Huh, big ego My ancestors so regal Rooting for all my people They try to oppress but we thread the needle Huh, this a redo Navigation on a clear view Stop killing each other, we the same hue From the same blocks, nigga, from the same stoops <laughs> Let me pick up with a flow that can hold you like stick ups. Beep, beep. A small setback, a hiccup. But now I'm back like a season. Summer with the heat, heat, heat. 2020 full of new growth. Stay packed with a new flow. <laughs> Ain't these other niggas you know? They never lead a block and I'm flying out of heat, bro. Oh, here he go. On top like a CEO. Danger, call it Mr. Co. And different folks. Don't wanna see you moving up different strokes. Am I visible? Better than any mini miny mo? Here for the gold C3PO Ghost gave me the beat just to hear me glow uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Can you hear me now? Uh. Let me get back, get back to it, right back to it Came out the flames, going right back through it Bet this a bop soon as I debut it Never will I stop, nigga thought you knew it If you left my side, you blew it If you counted me out, you stupid Clarity, nigga, no confusion Get back, get back, cause the heat I'm brewing Is a, huh, hard to get Wait till you hear this whole new shit Just reloaded my new clip Feeling this bite, this a whole pit Church, Sunday service Can't judge a book by what's on this surface I'm so quiet, I should make you nervous Send out a PSA, nigga, this here's urgent uh. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah! What's good? What's good? Can you hear me now? It's your boy Hollywood, and this is Hollywood and Friends. Thank you for tuning in. We're here every Sunday at a new time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Appreciate you for tuning in, however you're tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Nah. Uh, once again, I go by the name of Hollywood. Be sure to follow me on social media at I am Hollywood. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And follow our producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. BLU is how you spell blue. I'm flying solo today. Judy Blue will be back next week, I think. <laughs> nah, but uh, she's usually here with me rocking out as we talk about what's hot in these blogs. But it's just me. It's just me today. I'm going to tell you all what we're going to be talking about. Nicki Minaj versus Lotto. They have a heated, heated Twitter exchange. It involved calling people old, calling people Karens, calling people rapists, calling, calling people. Literally, they got on a call together. It was recorded. It's a, it's a whole situation. 
it all stemmed from the Grammys moving Super Freaky Girl out of the rap category into the pop category, potentially. Um, so we getting into that. We're also talking about uh, Megan Thee Stallion. Her L.A. home was burglarized. Ed Sheeran is going to stand trial over accusations that his hit Thinking Out Loud copies Marvin Gaye's classic Let's Get It On. It's not the first time, like, what's going on, Ed? It's not the first time that this man's been in court for potentially, you know, using other people's sounds and stuff. I don't know, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, Michael Jackson's Thriller is being revisited in a big way. We're talking about documentary, um, uh, re-release. It's, it's a lot. It's a whole situation happening. And also, yay. I really, really, really was trying my hardest to avoid talking about Kanye West this week. But it forced my hand. Forced my hand. But we're talking about Kanye West because he was recently on um, the Drink Drink Champs uh, podcast, and I'm I'm a, I'm gonna hold out for a second. I'm gonna hold out, but that's what we're talking about for today. Uh, stick around. I'm gonna give my two cents, and it's not always politically correct. I'll just say that uh, you could follow us on Instagram at Hollywood and Friends. You could comment over there. And also, you could let us know your response to the question of the day, which this week question of the day is, is it possible to be in love with two people at the same time? That's the question of the week, actually. Is it possible to be in love with two people at the same time? I feel like there was a song that this was like the, the lyrics of. I don't know. I can't think of it right now, but I feel like it was a song. Uh, my response to the question of the day is yes. It is very possible. I know there's this whole thing about, you know, loving someone and being in love with them. Who's to say that you can't be in love with more than one person? Love runs deep. Got enough love to go around. You can be in love with more than one person. I, I personally feel I, I don't know. Some people may think you can't you can't. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I say yes. I say yes. Uh, I'm going to read some responses from social media, Instagram. Kyla Nup seven said, I'm not even going to answer that. Don't ask me why. With the emoji, the emoji with the finger saying shh. That must mean Kyra is in love with two people at the same time or was at one point. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, some more responses from Instagram. Uh, Yasmin said yes. Uh, Mrs. Haukia says absolutely. Uh, and Van Goyan14 said, for me, nope. He said, like, I love my kid, but I can't be in love with two people. What? 
I don't even understand that response. But he said no. What say you? At Hollywood and Friends or at Hampton Blue Network on Instagram. Let us know. Is it possible to be in love with two people at the same time? Uh, let's see. I also did a poll, but I don't have the responses yet from the poll. But by the end of the podcast, I'll have some more responses for is it possible to be in love with two people at the same time? But let's get into what's hot in these blogs because that's why we all here. That's the main reason why we end this B-I-T-C-H right now. Let's kick it off with Kanye West, the man who I was really, really, really trying to avoid talking about today when I tell you I was looking up what is hot in the blogs for this week. And I've seen things about Ye. I've seen a few things and I was like, I'm not even entertaining that. I'm good. I'm good. And then... I seen a little clip of his Drink Champs interview. I'm like, damn, now I, now I got to talk about it. Now I got to say something because your boy is wild. And so he was on Drink Champs and being Kanye just ranting about a bunch of things. And one of the things he spoke of was george floyd and he said that he watched some documentary that proved that george floyd died from fentanyl and that the cop's knee was not even on his neck like that is what kanye west said and for one first off drink champs I'm low-key surprised, slightly disappointed that they even allow hostile Kanye <laughs> in the, the state of mind that he's in right now to even give him that platform to spew the, this false um, misinformation and just dangerous rhetoric. I'm surprised that they allowed him to be on to do that. And you know the saying like all money ain't good money. And not meaning like Kanye paid to be on Drink Champs, but at the end of the day, it's all about views, going viral, ads. That's where the money come in. Because this will probably be one of the most talked about shows. Let's do it. But all money ain't good money. Um, Kanye West was also recently on LeBron's um, The Shop. And responsible people over at The Shop decided that they weren't going to air Kanye's episode because of the things he was saying that is proven to be untrue and dangerous. They decided not to air it, but there's room at Drink Champs, apparently, to allow Ye to come on there and say, like, the darndest thing is <laughs> wild to me. 
first off, that they allow him to be on. Um, second of all, to address uh, Kanye's... Um, I don't even know what the hell to call it. I'm losing my train of thought. To address what he said about George Floyd and how he died from fentanyl. Mind you, he said he got this information from a documentary. A documentary that Candace Owens put out. That alone tells you everything you need to know. And also, just because something is put out and labeled a documentary doesn't automatically mean everything in that video is going to be factual. So just because you've seen it in a documentary doesn't make it true, especially when said documentary is coming from someone like Candace Owens. Let's just say that. So um, we want to speak on actual facts and not something we've seen in the Candace Owens documentary. And uh, Dr. Andrew Baker, Hennepin's county chief medical examiner, said George Floyd died after police, quote unquote, subdual restraint and neck compression that caused his heart and lungs to stop. He said heart disease and drug use were factors, but not the top line causes. He said Floyd, George Floyd had an enlarged heart that needed more oxygen than normal, as well as narrowed arteries. That's facts. Not the police weren't really on his neck like that because Candace Owens put together some clips and said so. ridiculous um another thing that he talked about um i don't know fully the why but he was going in on uh diddy <laughs> um he was saying f them and mind you drink champs is on diddy's network it's on revolt and he was up there just wilding and drink champs Prior to the airing of the podcast that Kanye was on, they put up a disclaimer. And the disclaimer said, the primary purpose of Drink Chance podcast is to provide a platform for creatives to express their personal views or opinions without restriction or censorship. All views or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individual's expression su expressing such view or opinion and does not reflect the views or opinions of Sean Combs, Revolt Media, and TV LLC or their respective parent and or affiliate companies. That's all good and well, but you should not have, in my personal opinion, allowed Kanye such a platform today. We have enough misinformation going around from certain media outlets that are not and never have been in favor of the truth. Why, why as a Black-owned network and podcast 
allow someone to come up there and tarnish this man's life in that way and and how he died and to make it seem like it's not what everyone saw on that eight minute or so long video like is nuts nuts to me um Yeah, I'm 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 looking at a loss for it. But <laughs> if you care to see this, I I don't think I'm gonna watch it because I don't I don't care to to hear this. Um, I'll see what I see on social media, the little the little clips and things. But he lost me at he seen it in the doc that Candace Owens um put out. <laughs> like that's your source. That's 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 your point of reference. Miss me with that. Ah, let's move on. What else is hot in these blogs? The other the other biggest thing that happened this week is the Nicki Minaj and Lotto drama. So Nicki Minaj back in August submitted her song Super Freaky Girl to the Grammys, whoever it goes through, um, to be considered for, um, you know, rap, rap stuff, rap. I don't know, best rap song, maybe, uh, I don't know what category specifically <laughs> she submitted the song to be a part of, but it was definitely for the rap categories. Uh, so a source close to the Grammys situation revealed that they decided someone over there decided that super freaky girl is more fitting to be in the pop category than the rap category. Um, Nikki didn't take that too well. I probably wouldn't take it too well either. Right? Like I'm a rapper. I submitted this song. Like, what do y'all mean? <laughs> like, but she didn't take it too well, but not only did she just not take it too well and show her um, frustration with the Grammys, she dragged Lotto in the mix and said something along the lines of, if you're going to move Super Freaky Girl to pop, why not do the same for Big Energy? Big Energy is one of Lotto's biggest songs right now. It samples fantasy uh by mariah the remix has mariah herself on it it peaked at i think number three on the billboard hot 100 i feel like i'm not sure 100 percent, but i feel like that was her highest charting record ever since being out um so once nikki said that she said a bunch of other things too. I'm, I'm gonna get to in a second. But once she said that, it got back to Lotto, and a whole back and forth Twitter debate ensued, which involved calling names, calling people old. Lotto called Nikki old, so she's older than her mother, and she called her a forty-year-old bully. Nikki called Lotto scratch off, and 
a Karen. Lotto <laughs> said something about Nikki being married to rapists and her brother's a rapist. Like this whole whole big situation, it was it was going back and forth, back and forth. They ended up getting on the call together too, which was kind of surprising to me. And Lotto recorded that phone call. I don't think Nikki knew Lotto was recording, but she had her on speaker and she basically recorded, I guess, to have receipts just in case. And um, amid the heated debate, she leaked the recording. And I was going to like play it during the podcast today, but it's kind of low. You hear Lotto more than you hear Nikki because Nikki's on speaker and is a little further away from the camera. So I didn't want to have y'all trying to strain to hear what uh, Nikki was saying. So I didn't bother um, playing it today. But they were basically just going back and forth. Uh, Nikki was upset that Lotto at a time she felt put her on the same level as Nikki. Because Lotto did an interview and she mentioned something about at one point it was just Nikki and she gave the hand gesture of like being up here, up top. And everyone else was like down here. She said, but now you have a bunch of us like flourishing. And she gave the gesture like they were all like on similar, you know, levels on similar wavelengths. She felt it was misinterpreted. I kind of got what she meant by it. I don't think she meant necessarily that she put in as much work or been in the game as long as, but that's how Nikki uh, took it. And so she, that was one of the things she addressed on the phone call. It was a whole, whole situation, but should super freaky girl be in a pop category is the question. It is popish, but I feel like it should have still been in uh and it could have still qualified for the rap category, I feel. I feel like when the Grammys and a lot of award shows do stuff like what they did or is gonna do, I think it's to make room to put other songs in that category instead songs that may be a little more like you know typical rap and they feel this one could work over here so let's i feel like it's just a way to make room for something else to um be over there not necessarily that it's not deserving to be in that category but i don't i can't remember how many um songs are in each category at the grammys but let's just say it's six and there's space over there in, in the pop category to fit it. And they want to put something else here. So I think that's why they do it. As an artist, you may feel it's sabotage. You may feel it's an agenda to stop you from winning. Which, by the way, I just learned I, I feel like i probably knew it but i just learned that 
Nicki Minaj has never won a Grammy. That's like crazy to think, right? Um, but I guess not so surprising if you realize that she also just got her first Hot 100, number one song on Hot 100 with Super Freaky Girl. Nuts, right? Like, Nikki's been in this game for <laughs> how long? And she had hits. She ain't become Nicki Minaj by just putting out, like, mediocre records. Like, Nicki had hits. Super surprising that none of them reached number one on the Hot 100. And even more surprising that she's never won a Grammy. And maybe she felt this was her year. But she's feeling maybe not now because now she's going to be up against maybe the Taylor Swifts and whoever all the other pop, pop females or males that she may feel she don't stand a chance against in, in this pop category. She may feel she had better chances of winning in the rap, but yikes. Um, I get what she's saying. I feel what she's saying in terms of like, if you're going to do it, do it for everybody. But there's no, it's, there's no saying that Lotto's song is even going to be nominated at all, let alone in the rap category, because the nominations hasn't come out yet. They won't even be announced until November 15th. The only reason we know this is because this so-called source revealed that her song is um, being considered for the pop category instead. So we don't even know who's being nominated yet. For what? So November 15th come. We'll see if Big Energy gets put in that rap category and then this whole thing might bubble up again. But maybe it won't even be in there at all. Maybe Big Energy will be in the pop category too. We don't know. But looking forward to seeing. And yeah. That should be interesting. November 15th is going to be a, a interesting day to see who goes where. <laughs> and then the show itself airs in February. So, yeah, that's that. Um, but aside from Nikki and Lotto going back and forth, a lot of other people was getting in on it. Um, matter of fact, I'm not even going to get into who all was... Uh, going in it was a, it was a lot of um sub beefs that <laughs> derived or sub uh twitter wars that uh came from Nikki and Lotto's back and forth but um speaking of the grammys another thing that some are considering shocking Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack withdrew Silk Sonic's album from nomination consideration. That is um, surprising. Um, Bruno Mars revealed that 
they won't be entering the album. They said, we truly put our all on this record, but Silk Sonic would like to gracefully, humbly, and most importantly, sexually bow out of submitting our album this year. We hope we can celebrate with everyone on a great year of music and partake in the party. Thank you for letting Silk Sonic thrive. He added Andy and I and everyone that worked on this project. One, the moment the world responded to leave the door open. Everything else was just icing on the cake, he says. We thank the Grammys for allowing us to perform on their platform, not once but twice, and awarding us at least at and awarding us at last year's ceremony. We'd be crazy to ask for anything more. Thank you to everyone that supported this project and championed it. That sounded a lot like I want to give y'all a chance to win because if we in there, y'all ain't getting nothing. <laughs> good on, good on Bruno and good on Anderson for for giving other people a chance to win something. <laughs> they left the door open for y'all. Um, but yeah, that's that. What else we talking about today? Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, L.A. home was burglarized few days ago Megan was having a good little week too she just hosted SNL and performed but these people didn't want to let her be great they broke in through a back window I believe it was and stole upwards of three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry cash and electronics uh, Megan wasn't home. I don't think anyone was home at the time. Uh, no arrests has been made. Megan responded. She said, material things can be replaced, but glad everyone is safe. And then she said, hotties, I'm really sorry, but after SNL, I really got to take a break. I'm so tired physically and emotionally. She also got emotional during her performance on SNL. She was performing her song, um, Anxiety. And in her verse, she she speak about if she could uh, talk to her mom again or write her mom a letter or something like that. And during that moment, she was getting a little emotional. So, you know, we all got to take a break sometimes. And uh, Megan has been working hard, so she's going to take a little break. Um, These thieves, though, like a lot of people feel like, oh, like, thankfully... Uh, no one was was there, but it's like they knew that. They know that most times. They know exactly when to hit, and that's why they chose that that time. They knew they knew Megan wasn't gonna be there. They wanted to just get in and get out unseen. I seen this uh a documentary, I guess, on um Netflix called um. What is it called? Something heist. And it's about when at a time these young kids was like breaking in all these celebrity homes. They did like um, Paris Hilton, Orlando Bloom. They broke in a, a few like celebrities homes and they was going on like a spree. And then they eventually got caught. And they basically in this documentary explain how they did it. And it's like nothing, no rocket science behind it. They just seen that, let's just say Paris Hilton, for instance, was going to be in London for Fashion Week. And they know, oh, she's not going to be home because she's going to be in London. So let's go. Let's do this now. 
like no different than that. So these these burglars likely knew uh, Megan was out of town or just, you know, was going to be somewhere. And they decided to strike and they made off. But hopefully she has some cameras in her crib. And I don't know, maybe these guys will get caught. Maybe somebody will leave a tip or something. I don't know. But it's unfortunate. You know, you work hard for your, your things and you don't want somebody breaking in. That's like a super invasion of privacy. And most of this stuff they say came from the bedroom alone. Like the master bedroom, Megan's bedroom. It's like, damn. How can I even want to sleep in my sleep in my bed knowing somebody was in here ransacking through my shit like crazy. <clears throat> but um let's move on. Let's talk about uh Ed Sharon and how he's set to stand trial for accusations that his song um what's this shit called? Um I'm drawing a blank. Uh thinking out loud, thinking out loud. <laughs> is uh have some real similar sounds to Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. And this isn't Ed Sheeran's first time at the rodeo. We know what happened with the whole no scrub situation, which ultimately ended in Candy Burris getting credit on that song. And Six months ago, he was cleared of copying um, a song to create Shape of You, another one of his hits. And now here we are for thinking out loud. So a, a judge ordered him to uh, stand trial for allegations, over allegations that he copied elements of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On in his song. The suit was filed by an asset company that owns part of the copyright of Marvin Gaye's 1973 hit, Let's Get It On. Um, they are seeking $100 million in damages, alleging that their suit, alleging in their suit that Ed Sheeran and his co-writer, Amy Wodge, copied and exploited without authorization or credit, Let's Get It On, including but not limited to the melody Rhythms, harmonies, drums, bass line, backing chorus, tempo, syncopation, and looping. Yikes. Word is that the judge ordered the civil trial in light of the inability of um, music experts. So, well, he'll face his day in court for it, but I don't know. I mean, I remember one time before... A while ago, I made a comment on social media about um, how Ed Sheeran always seemed to find that crossover sounding song. And because he was one of the few that he'll put out something and it wasn't just like one group of people that liked it. Like they used to play his stuff on the urban stations, the Hot 97s in New York, Power 105s, you know. And I'm like, yo, that's that's what's up. He always seemed to uh to find them them ones. 
And someone had commented on my post and was like, you mean he always seems to steal? Something like that they said. <laughs> As in like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, dang, I can't, I can't think of it. I'm throwing a blank. But yeah, it was interesting. And then you see all of this other stuff comes out. And maybe that's maybe that's why his hits have that feel because it's using, you know, sounds similar sounds of things that we are familiar with, classics like No Scrubs, like Let's Get It On, possibly. So, yikes! It'll be interesting to see this play out. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Uh, what else we got? Last but not least, Thriller is being revisited in a huge way. We're talking about a documentary on the making of Thriller. Not only that, they're releasing a 40th anniversary version of the album. That's coming out in uh, November, November 18th. 15 additional tracks, which have been, they say, limited in capacity in the past, will be featured in this thriller, on this Thriller 40. I want to say I read something that said it's going to include some demos, um, like a lot of never before heard versions of these songs is going to be included on a bonus um, CD for this Thriller 40 40th anniversary 40 years though let that sink in 40 years it's been is wild came out in 1982 Thriller Sold over 100 million copies. Spent over 500 weeks on the Billboard album charts. Won eight Grammys. Big. Big. I'm personally looking forward to seeing how they do this rollout. Definitely looking forward to seeing the documentary. I, I personally love to see like behind the scenes things with anything. Show me the behind the scenes before you show me the concert. Like, I'm more interested in seeing the workings back there, what's going on before the person come on to the stage and stuff like that. I've always been interested in behind the scenes things. So it's going to be a good time for me to check out this, uh, this documentary. Also, um, They about the documentary itself, they say the project will focus on how the album was made and will include uh, the release of the accompanying short films that forever changed the music video format. So we're going to get the full videos as well from the album, which is big. Um, Nelson George, who's directing the documentary, said the release of Thriller redefined Michael Jackson, taking him from teen star to superstar adult. Who composed memorable songs, sang beautifully, and reached the highest level of on-stage performance. The album and the short films they inspired created a new template for Marian music and image, 
It's been a privilege to explore this extraordinary album and revisit its magic. It's going to be a good look. Looking forward to it. And I think Thriller was his second studio album, if I'm not mistaken. Like, classic. A listener said they did something similar with Thriller years ago with demos. <laughs> Someone said Thriller is middle-aged. Yeah, um, looking forward to it. November 18th is for when we can see the or get the Thriller 40th anniversary album. And there's no set date on the dock yet, but maybe it'll drop around the same time. Maybe. But yeah. I think that's it for what's hot in these blogs for this week. Yep. I'm just running through the lineup. It looks like it. So, yeah. Um, that's it. Are we going to get ready to wrap this thing on up? Normally, I would do what blows mine, but I'm going to skip it for this week. I'm going to wait to MJ back so she can... Um, be the angry one of the, of the two of us and tell y'all what blows hers. So I'm going to wait and hold out and let her uh, tell him why you're mad. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, in between time, facebook.com slash Hollywood and Friends Radio. Email us, Hollywood and Friends Radio at gmail.com and follow our Instagram at Hollywood and Friends. Follow me on Instagram at I am Hollywood. And follow our producer Stacy on Instagram as well at Hampton Blue Network. B L U is how you spell blue. That's it. We here. It's a new time for us, 6 p.m. Hopefully, y'all enjoying the podcast. And be right back here next week to tune in to see what's up, what's hot in these blogs. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you, however you're listening. Enjoy the rest of y'all Sunday and week. Deuces. Round of applause, it's your big night, you've been waiting for this You got your dress picked, your shoes right, your jewelry flawless New names in your call list, thought I'd never know all this Took a risk just to play that role, must have took a whole lot of courage Damn, sure know how to work a room, baby, ooh, you a star Then make it home right for dinner time, where'd you study at, Juilliard? You so gifted, no audition, must be chasing after the fame Well, the stage is set and the winner is... Look, they called your name. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Don't be so shocked now, you earned it. Can't even speak, you so nervous. Had your speech ready, your girl set to back you like a chorus. Chorus, alibis, just a noble lie. Ain't no need to apologize. Go ahead, baby, accept that shit. And look, this whole thing's televised. Just so thankful. 
I'm just so thankful you done got caught For that jewelry maker was cost Cue that rapper music cut a short No audition, you so gifted Heard you chasing after the fame Well the stage is set and the winner is Look they called your name It's crazy Congratulations you played yourself Congratulations you played yourself Congratulations you played yourself Congratulations Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations, you played yourself. Congratulations.